0: Welcome to Whatever Works, our unique fortnightly podcast in which we talk about whatever works in our lives and in the lives of our community members. Find us at whateverworks.works. And why not join our community? Simply search for whatever works at mewee.com and get stuck in. <laughs> Rightfully witty. I think I'll just wait for this to be over. (laughs) Nose is running. That's a good one. Have you finished, Mr Salmon? (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, Mr Salmon has... I think he's been drinking something or eating something or whatever it is. I want some of it. Are you all right, sir?
1: Hello. Hello. Chance to be a fine thing. Talking of which, I've been trying to find some pale sherry. You know, I just fancied a glass of sherry. I've not had one for years. And I thought, oh my god! Christ- are you are you becoming
0: this- middle class, Mister Salmon? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> this Christmas, I thought I'm going to have a glass of sherry. Can you buy a glass? Uh, you know, a small amount of sherry, pale, pale sherry is all I want. And you can't buy a. Sm- You've got to buy at least half a bottle, so or seventy mils. Or something like that. Well, hang, you on, hang on a
0: second. What do you want to buy then? A thimbleful? I mean,
1: Yeah, yeah, a drink.
0: <laughs> a wee
1: I, I suppose you just have to go into a pub and have it, don't you?
0: <laughs> yeah, but then you'll pay the same amount that you would for a bottle at Tesco. Yeah, so you, 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 you've
1: foiled yourself there. True enough. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Whatever Works, <laughs> our penultimate show of the year. Um, don't forget to hang around in two weeks' time where we'll have a bit of a Santa special, won't we, Aidan? Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> <laughs> Will we? Well, it is Christmas. I could hardly <laughs> let that slip by unnoticed, could I? And that'll be our show 199. And then, on the 3rd of January, it'll be show 200. How wow. are we going to celebrate that? You know, you
0: and I have talked off-air about what we might do when it came to it, and I have to say, that's sort of suddenly crept up round the corner without warning, hasn't it? Yeah. Good it grief. certainly has.
1: Anyway, any ideas, anyone, do let us know and we'll try and kind of work something special in for that show, First, uh, the, sorry, the 3rd of January. Today, however, it's show 198 and it's the 6th of December, as we record. Um, although you may not be getting this until the 7th of um, uh, December because of our schedules today, but you don't want to be bored with the, <laughs> that claptrap, And so I won't bore you with it and warble on about it any longer. Whatever works is where I, we have our website. Which, incidentally, I paid the annual fees and the hosting sh- sh- f- fee for this yeah. um, just this week, 75 quid. So the pot, the, the Amazon gift voucher pot is a bit down now, it's, about, it's down to a tenner again. So thank you everyone for keeping that topped up so we could pay those fees. Um, but if you want to contribute to um, topping it up um, more and getting it back um, healthy then do so. Just send a, a, a Amazon gift voucher to my email address, which I'm sure you all know, and if you don't, then head for the MeWe group. The MeWe group, which we scoop up lots of interesting stuff from you, the wary listeners <laughs> <laughs> of our drivel. Um, anyway, what's been going on with you? Let's get to it, shall we?
0: Well, I've been very—I've been a busy boy. I mean, I, it's that time of year. I know that, but suddenly, I mean, I'm three Santa gigs in already, and it's only the beginning of December. And I'm—I'm yeah. I'm off to a botanic nursery in Surrey tomorrow night. Ooh. And um, yeah, I'm—I'm—I'm I'm, I'm hither and thither. But my goodness, it's my turn to mention the weather. It's horrible. I can't <laughs> stand this cold. Bring back summer, please. Yeah. Mind you, I have to say I'm very lucky that my my costume of my trade at the moment is in, includes two thick fat suits and fur trousers and. A a fur jacket and a fur hat and a wig and beard and gloves. I mean, I really couldn't ask for a warmer costume. Do you wear it at home? (laughs) No, I'm not that (laughs) obsessive, thank you. (laughs) But it is lovely. If I've got a gig where they, you know, I mean, they might have you outside or turning on Christmas lights or just working in a place that's not very well heated. And it's lovely to be all cushy in my padding. Yeah, yeah, I can, I can, I get that. And and as I'm sitting
1: here now, and my feet are cold. I've got two pairs of socks on, and my feet are cold. Nothing else is cold about me, but just my feet. I'll come to that ah, later. It's though. the extremities, um, you see.
0: Your your blood circulation's dipping, Ted. It's that time of life. Thank you. Yes. And you were you were brushing sh- shoulders with the famous you? Oh, I mean my first Santa gig, I think you're alluding to, which we've had a lovely little uh, post on Facebook on my, my excuse me, I nearly said a very bad word oh, there. Oh dear. <laughs> on the movie group, a lot of people have um have kindly commented and, and liked it. Um yeah, I did a video for if people remember East 17, they were a boy band of the 80s, and they're now an old man band who ought to know better of the twenties. <laughs> and um yeah, they've We've released a Christmas song. Um, I think it's called "Merry Quitmas." Quit, as in quitting smoking, because the the the, the theme of the <laughs> of the whole thing is that Santa is dying of cancer, believe it or not, because he smoked too much as a youth. And I was involved with the video of this, which was utterly, utterly weird, but also the best fun. We had lookalikes of Ed Sheeran and Elton John and Noddy Holder and Cliff Richard and um, George Michael and me as the old Santa dying in a hospital bed uh, and then we had a lad who was playing the younger Santa smoking too many cigarettes and we had elves. Uh, we had, we had um, dwarves actually playing the elves and we had crazy characters and we just had a mad day and the video is now out um there is a link on me we folks if you want to see it please don't ask me to explain it to you i can't but it was a lot of fun <laughs> yeah I, I
1: watched i watched the videos and the video and those people in this group e17 who i think i just about remember off air we were we were comparing what their hits were and i did
0: know a couple of the songs yes. Um the big one was that Christmas hit Stay another day stand by me yeah, yeah yeah
1: yeah um I think I got there in the end anyway <laughs> um so, yeah, what I was going to say was that I they, they looked like, well, particularly the one in the lead, he looked like he was um, an awful lot of fun and he was very friendly and jolly. And I know he was being paid to do that and it was a, an act, but
0: even so, he did look as though probably underneath it all. He was genuinely a nice guy. They were fun. I mean, of course, you know, you always get this thing of, oh, there's the band, oh, there's the famous ones, oh, what are they going to be like? And I was laid on my hospital bed and they came in and the first thing that happened was... One one of them said, Santa, you what the have you done? And I just thought, OK, that set the tone for the day. We're going to be fine. Oh and it was a very silly day with a lot of adult humour, um, you know, a lot of Santa's sack and all the rest of it. And we had, a, we had a good time.
1: Yeah, it looked like you did. So, yeah, great. We'll link to that in the show notes. And as you say, that you did post the... Um, thing into the Miwi group so you'll find it there as well. Yes, it has been cold. Um and it was the first test this week for my little Piaggio scooter. Yes. Um because it had been kind of zero during the night some days and Went outside in the morning, started up, first time, Yay. lovely. Just goes to show what a pile of shite that <laughs> Chinese one was. I, I, even though I brought that Chinese one to, you know, give it a gold star and say how great it was in the past. You know, I, uh, the mornings, I, it, it was frustrating in the end, trying to yes, start of course. The, the thing up. Um, but when I did... It did. I mean, to be fair, it kept going. You know, it generally it just didn't like the cold weather. But this Piaggio, fingers crossed, looks like
0: it's okay with the cold. So, phew. <laughs> and I suppose you you there are times when you have to go out. I mean, I'm I'm just thinking if I had such a such a vehicle, I would be thinking of it more as a leisurely fun pastime, and I wouldn't want to go out when it's cold. But I suppose if you've got to go down the shop and buy a pint of milk, you've got to go, whatever the weather.
1: Well, I've got to go and um, support my parent, my elderly parents,, yes. which is, is it's about a mile away. I mean, I could walk. And I could get on the bus, I suppose, except the buses here are really expensive. I should get myself a bus pass because apparently now that I'm 60, I'm allowed to have a free bus pass and go anywhere in Wales. Oh, doesn't that make you
0: feel old, Ted? Yeah. You've got your own bus pass. <laughs>
1: so so I, I could get round it, but,
0: you know, it, it's fine. It works. Hey, but why? Moment. If you spent two grand on a scooter, the last thing you want to do is <laughs> yeah. leave it at home and get on the bus? <laughs>
1: <laughs> indeed yeah
0: um anyway there you go it's, it's so far so good I've got the garden tools I've talked about that I'm not allowed to talk about, if you oh, know what I mean. Yeah. Uh, if people remember, I've, I've got a gig coming up on the 12th, which I'm really not sure I'm allowed to mention yet. But, and I've got some email too, because I forgot uh, to turn yeah, my phone down. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, I've got three garden tools, what were sent to form to me, free of charge, worth about 500 quid all told, which I am to look at and play with and consider. And then I'm doing a testimonial shoot on the 12th, after mm-hmm. which I think I will be at liberty to tell you what they were and what I really thought of them.
1: Ah, excellent. So there it is. We shall look forward to that then.
0: Now, we have a letter. Dear sirs, I have to complain
1: in the strongest possible terms Ooh. about the advice given by one of your so-called hosts on the Whatever Works podcast. <laughs> when buying something online, one should always make an account with the relevant site and never check out as a guest because... When the item doesn't turn up or you try chasing it, or when the item is faulty and you want to return it, or if you simply want to change something in the order, it's just about impossible, unless you can look up my orders on the site and go from there, having made an account. I do realise that one needs to be organised in making up a password for said account and remembering it, but surely we all manage passwords in 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 our own ways by now. So um, yours disgruntedly of <laughs> Reading, <laughs> <laughs> and I wonder who
0: that could be, <coughs> Steve, <coughs> Steve. <coughs> Excuse me, I've got a bad cough today. Um, oh, thank you, Steve. That was that was really uh, you raised a laugh there, sir, and I know you were making a serious point at the same time. To which I have to respond, saying, "Dear sir, regretfully, I must disagree." Um... I've had this once or twice in my life. I've had... Basically, the thrust of Steve's argument is that you must always start an account because otherwise you've got no, no form of comeback, no form of record or, or history if you have any kind of complaint. But I say, no, not at all. I've once or twice had that situation where something's gone wrong. And yes, it can be a bit more of a palaver. You may have to make a phone call and say, hello, my name is... I ordered a thing on and this is what I ordered. But they'll find it in their system and they'll help sort you out. And I think that little bit of palaver... Once once in a blue moon possibly, is a lot better than every time you go to the toilet or buy a light bulb, you have to start an account and think of a password and set it all up, and then thereafter you're plagued with emails that you don't want. So that's my argument. But on the other side, each to their own, I think, you know, Apple versus PC. No one's right, no one's wrong, everybody does what they want. Happy Christmas. <laughs> I tend to do a
1: mixture of these things. There are some sites I go to where I check out as a guest. I think I'm not, and I think it's likely the the places that I'm I'm I don't think I'm going to want to go back and order something else from them again. Yes. So it's a one-off order, and I can't. I, I don't want an account with them particularly. Um, but I guess I, I, I like you. I see both sides of the argument,
0: and. Um, it's a tricky one. I've been known to send pedantic emails, having been forced to open an account. I would then send an email immediately saying, Dear sirs, I have purchased the light bulb. Could you now please cancel my account and remove all my details from your system,
1: your seriadent yeah.
0: bell? <laughs> yeah,
1: and I bet they don't. <laughs>
0: Oh now we had fun this week didn't we between shows we were talking about stereo production oh, yeah. <laughs> Well actually it was a double conversation we sort of got in a way we got wires twisted what what happened was basically I In my sneaky, naughty way, I thought, do you know what? It's been quite a while since we had this discussion. I'm going to mix this show in stereo and see if anyone notices. Unfortunately, somebody did notice, (laughs) but they didn't notice and say, oh, Aiden, you've mixed the show in stereo. That's nice. They said, oh, I think there's something wrong with the podcast this week because the mix seems to be strange. (laughs) At which point I immediately put my hands up and said, "Okay, forget it. I'm going back to 1960. I'll mix the show in mono. But combined with that, uh, and which I think the two conversations slightly confused each other, there was a conversation you were involved with, Ted, wasn't there, which was to do with who is actually the loudest or whether one voice might or might not be louder than the other.
1: Yeah. Um, and the reason I did that was that um, I had to hold my hands up to the fact that my data was out of date. Mm-hmm. and Because normally, when I listen back to the show, I listen to it on a speaker or a phone or a Bluetooth speaker, something where the stereo doesn't matter... Um, but a while ago um, we had this conversation, and you were mixing yourself louder than me because of frequencies and blah blah blah. And who's got a wonderful podcast voice and who hasn't? And um, I it just came across to me as you being louder than me, and I thought that that's what this complainer complainer was saying. And so you decided, or we decided between, or someone decided to do a, to do a poll. And sure enough, because my data was out of date, um, everyone said the balance of volume is fine. Um, In the you know the few people that responded, it was thirteen people I think, and all of them said the balance was okay. Um, However, as I say, I went back and listened to one more recently, and the balance was okay after we discussed it previously.
0: Long story should have been cut short. Edit it out. (laughs) Going forward, we shall remain (laughs) equally balanced (laughs) on the middle of the spectrum in. it, what my friend used to cu- stay not stereo. What it, was, it wasn't stereo surround, it was mono in front. So <laughs> we shall be produced in future in mono in front. Moving on. Mm,
1: yes. Right, now, a bit of a tech corner one. Anchor 551, 181 one USB-C hub, which we did cover um on PSC last weekend it's a great little um hub um it really is superb if you've got a, a tablet or even a a large phone to put on this thingy so in the back of it it's got um a HDMI out to whatever display you want to use so you plug your tablet into that via USB C if it supports out which my Samsung does um, and my Chromebook does incidentally. So you can get 4K HDMI out through this thing. You've got two USB A ports you can plug what you like into. There's also a 3.5 mm auxiliary um, jack which you can plug into. There's micro SD card and SD card slots. Uh, and it's just it's just I mean, you know what Anchor stuff is like. It it's so well made yes. and when you when you kind of fold the the stand into whatever position you want it in so it's facing you you can feel feel that it's just so sturdy and solid and it's not going to break anytime soon very solid very good i'm very impressed it's also got power delivery inputs, so, so you can you can pass through power from the mains um at 100 watts and charge whatever's plugged into it really really neat and nifty and recommend it the trouble is that when i bought it it was 59 quid in black friday and i i'm guessing what is it now oh it's it's i oh know it's still 59.99 buy one
0: um I learned the word heft from you um listening to PSC all those years ago when I was an avid fan and had no idea who Ted Salmon was um yeah. I thought you, you used to describe a phone did it have good heft was it was it well made and I've I've picked that up from you and I certainly agree yeah. and where where this is concerned I, I think that's good I like a product that just feels in the hand as if it's been properly made and properly put together and it isn't going to fall apart after five minutes
1: yeah absolutely now, if you haven't got a, um, a tablet or if you haven't got a phone with um, USB out um, and that kind of thing, or you don't have the need to put this stuff on a monitor, then obviously this wouldn't be much of, it, of much interest to you. But, but it's absolutely fascinating, I find, to put up what is on your phone or what is on your, your, your tablet Onto a whacking great monitor on your desktop. It changes the way in which you interact with it. And you can use your mouse and your keyboard and your whatever other devices you've got attached to it all. And you turn your pocket device into a complete desktop environment.
0: It's great. I love it. Anyway, yeah, bit techie. But I'm a big advocate of that. I've been saying that with phones. I said it with mini disc players and CD Walkmans. Why make things small just because you can? I'm a great advocate of big screens and big everything. Um, Listen, talking of um, things that are well made, I've got my two Black Friday purchases to tell you about that came through. that I hinted at last time. Firstly, and and, and briefly, my um, slippers made by women. all birds, wool lounger fluffs. I talked about them on the last show uh, and they arrived and I've been wearing them and uh, it's a shame they don't make them in an enormous size for your cold feet because I think you'd get on with them very, very well. Yeah, I paid yeah. £69 for them, reduced from £115 on Black Friday.
1: Oh yeah, that's right because um, I pointed out to you they came down to 59 <laughs> quid. didn't they? That's right. I, I remember now, you wasted 10 quid.
0: <laughs> Thank you for that. Don't rub it in. Um, yeah, but uh, the main thing is to say first they fit, few, because that's always a problem buying stuff online, but they fit beautifully, uh, they're comfy, they're warm, and as we say, they have heft. They feel quality, they feel well made, and if my previous pair are anything to go by, then they're going to last me for at least a year or two, because even the old pair that I've moved out of now are only now showing the first signs of really wanting to be replaced, and I was just cheeky and replaced them because I wanted this, this fluffy um, Merlino wool version. They are the best slippers I've ever bought in my life, and they're environmentally conscious. They're The, the company are environmentally conscious. So they're, they're well made and they're, they're very conscious of, of everything should be kosher for the planet. Um, however, the one thing is, um, I think one of the reasons they were cheaper was because they were only available in white. And as you pointed out, Ted, clean white is not a good colour for shoes. That's shoes <laughs> asking for trouble. No Indian food in front of the television for me. <laughs> Yeah, I can just imagine dropping your Vindaloo on those. <laughs> yeah. Is that but, a euphemism? Uh, right.
1: <coughs> <laughs> they look lovely, though. What I was saying was that regardless of the colour of them and all the rest of it, they do look absolutely lovely. They look really comfy and wintry. Uh, you might not want to wear them in the summer, I suppose. But um, I yeah, don't know. I nice. tend
0: to live in them indoors. They're just my indoor all-year-round shoes. Love them. Okay. Now, Good. my main purchase... My brawn. Oh, Oh, do we say brown? I mean, all the videos say brown. Even the English videos say brown. But I've always thought it was brawn. What was that thing buzzing? Was that your phone? That was me putting the shaver on. Oh, I see. That was my sound effects. Sorry, sorry. Right, okay, with you. (laughs) Moving on. Um... (laughs) £244 this thing cost me, not cheap. Um, The RRP is stated as £649, but I think that's (laughs) rather sales hype. I've never seen it that expensive. Mm. But I think the usual price is somewhere floating around the 300 mark, so I did save myself £50. I've needed a new shaver for quite some time. Um, I had to verify the purchase, which was interesting, because I actually bought a slightly cheaper model. And then five minutes later, changed my mind and thought, no, come on, Aidan, in for a penny, in for a pound, get the better one. So I cancelled it and bought a second one, at which point Amazon wanted me to verify my purchase through my bank, which I've never had before. But I guess it's because they thought I was bulk buying shavers. I think it's more likely to be because
1: it's coming from a third party seller, SHM um, SHM Traders will have processed the payment already and they had to kind of backtrack on it. That's that's my
0: guess. OK, well, anyway, either way, it all went through fine as a normal uh, um, Amazon purchase, no problems at all. This thing, as I say, it's the Braun Series 9. Um... As with a lot of things, you and I discuss this again off air, and I'm sure you've chatted about it in Tech Addicts and things as well, things come with so many variants. I mean, there's the 93 model, the 94 model, and the 95 model, and each of those has a point such and such and such, with lots of subtle differences. That's one of the reasons I bought one and backtracked and bought another, because of the difference, the differences that I saw in the one that I ultimately bought. But it, I actually got quite a high-end one. Uh, it comes with the Smart Care Cleaning Centre, which is that thing that you sort of pop the f- pop the shaver into, and it it all by itself, and it's got a charging travel case. Um, mm-hmm. The only qualm I have is it's silver again because of price. If I'd wanted that, there are some really nice colors. There's a there's a there are some matte colors, there's a sort of dark matte black, which I liked a lot, but they're a lot more expensive. So I was sensible and just bought the one that was perfectly good, just slightly silver, which was a shame. Um, uh, it's a big, fat shaver head. It's got five elements on it. It says five pro shaver elements and pro lift blade, whatever that means. 40,000 cutting actions per minute due to sonic technology. <laughs> it's got a rotating head, which is very good. It, it moves back and forth as you move it on your head, on your on your face, or your head, indeed. Uh, and Or you can lock it into a single position if you want to. It's got a trimmer at the back that slides up so you can do your little hair trimming of your sideburns and whatever. You can use it wet dry. It's it's waterproof. Uh, I forget the IP number, but it's 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 good, well waterproof. You can use it in, under the shower or you can use it as a wet shave if you want to. LED display on the front, battery level numbers um, of some kind. Th- this is classic Aidan Bell because I turn it on and it works and I get my shave. So I haven't really investigated exactly what all the numbers and sequences of, of dots and LEDs means. But it's very pretty and it works.
1: <laughs> so you don't know what that number nine means. Well, I can...
0: <laughs> OK, I think... What is I... that? Nine,
1: nine... Nine, let no, me think, what could that be?
0: <laughs> the, uh, yes. 60 minutes battery, it claims, but again, I mean, it won't bother me because it lives in the Charger and just comes out for a couple of minutes for me to shave. But I guess if I took it on holiday or something, it's going to last for an hour. And you get half that again with the travel case because the travel case, going back to the term heft, is really hefty. The travel case feels like a really quick quality piece of kit um and it's got a battery in it which you charge uh-huh. up and when you put the shaver into the travel case it tops up the shaver while you're traveling so you get another half hour they say of, of use so that, i can't talk of it because i haven't used it yet i've only had the thing for a couple of weeks since black friday so i haven't used it at all yet um the shaver and the travel case both feel very good quality very hefty very not good in the hand i'm not quite so sure about the um The cleaning station, I forget the fancy name of it again now, but uh, the cleaning and charging station. But that doesn't really matter because it just sits in the bathroom on the shelf and it doesn't have to do anything except sit there and not leak because it's got this little container of the cleaning fluid in it. So when you pop the shaver in, the cleaning fluid does its wonder. Uh, So it doesn't really matter that that doesn't feel quite so quality as the other two items. Um, The only big issue for me, and this comes with the quality of the shave you get, is that my previous was a filler shave. And that was the one that has the the three round heads, and I've used that for years and years and years. So of course, there's a learning curve with this one because this is a different sort of flatter um, edge, flatter shaving surface. But mm-hmm. I have to say it's worth it because this is another league. This is chalk and cheese against my Philly Shave. I'm not sure whether it's because mm. the Philly Shave was old and dying. It probably was, or whether this brown is so much better. But my goodness, it is another league altogether. I've got Oh, I remember what clean shaves like. Oh, co- oh, ten years ago I had this before. It's fabulous. I really am very, very pleased with it, which is just as well because it cost 244 quid. But um I do recommend it. I'm I'm very much enjoying it.
1: be cheaper to have a beard, wouldn't it?
0: Well, yeah, you, you, you've got a point there, sir. But then you have to trim your beard. Do you? Have, what do you do? Do you have a beard trimmer? I'm sure you do.
1: Yeah, yeah, I've got that thing that we spoke about. Oh, before, the one I also that, bought. Um, yes. The 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 one that you plug into the mains. That's and right. I think the the difference between our two hair trimmer thingies are is that mine is like a seriously it's like a it's like a horse trimmer right um and it's really serious but i'm i'm glad you're pleased with this it looks good the the question for me is will you have the confidence when you go travelling to not take the charger with you and rely on the case lasting
0: <laughs> actually yes because i never travel for more than a few days at a time and it's mm. not even the end of the world if i can't have a shave i'm on holiday who cares <laughs> so yeah, yes yeah, i will yeah. i'll certainly trust the travel case yeah
1: Very good. Let us know how you get on in the longer term. I shall. I'm sure that I'll come back to still using by the sounds of it at some point. Indeed. So, very nice indeed. The brawn. Sorry, brown.
0: (laughs) The brown. Brown. (laughs)
1: B-R-O-W-N is brown. Um, series 9 pro electric shaver link in the show notes as always talking about things that are rechargeable um steve Litchfield jumped um in to say that he's bought some rechargeable hand warmers which will appeal to you um 34 quid for two these are so they're not cheap as chips certainly but um anyone with cold fingers he says these might just do the trick in addition to be being rather cool pair of gadgets they're also a power bank a torch and um as, you know as well as being a hand warmer i wasn't expecting much from these because they were chinese says uh steve and the warrow name <laughs> was was plastered over a couple of cheap looking stickers as a physicist i'd have guessed that generating heat would deplete the small cells rather quickly but it seems as if this isn't the case eight different heating settings per unit so for um four settings for so four settings for two heating elements one on the front of each unit one on the back and they go up in temperature from 38 to 55 degrees if you're going to grip these things bare then the number 3 setting which is 47 to 50 is just too hot for comfort. I think the settings three and four might be more for putting them in your pocket or something. Number two setting, forty-three to forty-six, it lasted over twelve hours wow, straight when it was charged up. Yeah. Obviously, if you fire up both the heating elements um, at level two, then you're looking at six hours continuous output. Twelve for one. Yeah. Which is still good. I mean, that's still long enough for a winter's walk or whatever you want to do for the day. Indeed. Power bank is seven thousand milliamp hours, which is not to be sneezed no. at. It's not the best, but it's okay as a secondary function. The ideal use case is when you're having to stand around in a cold environment, says Stephen, just trying to keep your hands from going numb. My hands went numb this week. It's really not very nice. I was riding my scooter, and when I got to where I was going, I had to put them on the radiator. I could hardly feel them, yeah. Oh,
0: I know. Well, you need a pair of heated gloves, like what I talked about.
1: Yeah. I've got a pair of half-decent gloves, but they're not heated, for sure. Um, Anyway, back to Steve. I end up keeping them in my, my coat pocket so that I can get a hand blast recharge whenever I feel the need, plus some of the warmth makes its way into my clothing, which helps. What I can say is that these work as advertised, as very well. So they're very well made, even though they're plastic, and have decent emergency power bank available and a torch, which is um, useful as well. Can be. I see some negative reviews on Amazon, says Steve, but my experience has been all positive. Uh, so have you noticed on Amazon, as an aside, they're now putting those AI summaries at the top of the reviews. So if you look on an Amazon page, you'll get all the reviews from everyone. And at the top of that, it says, here's our AI summary oh. of
0: all the reviews. No, I haven't. Um, but at least as long as they flag it up as being AI and not yeah, real.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Anyway, there you go. Thank you, Steve. They do look good.
1: Um, they're not the cheapest. 17 quid each, I suppose. Although they were 32 when Steve bought them. Yes, um, but, um, yeah, they look really nice. They do. Uh, I mean,
0: for, for in inverted commas, normal people, that is to say, I have Raynard in my hands, so my hand gets really cold, and h- hence my needing the heated gloves. But if I had normal hands, I think I would be interested in something like this. Um, I rather like the idea of you're out in the cold and your phone needs charging, and you think, hmm, do I charge my phone or do I want my hands warm? <laughs> 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 Well, perhaps you can do both. Um, he doesn't say
1: that. Can you do both at the same yeah, time? Yeah, I, I
0: got the impression from what, what as you went through it that if you decide to charge your phone, you're going to. Yeah, well, anyway, we'll see. It's deplete. It, you, you might deplete, deplete the, battery, the battery. Yes, yes. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, very nice. Thank you, Steve. I want to put in a quick tease. Steve says he wasn't happy with this coming from China. Well, I ordered my gloves from China recently and they came within a few days. And I've also had another delivery from China just arrived yesterday, which I'm going to uh, which again came within a week, uh, which I want to talk about on the next show, which I teased for in the last show, and I will double my tease now, which is the Sofrin HS-20 headlamp. Um, I also posted in Mi because I found an excellent price for it. So I grabbed it on Black Friday and I posted in MeWe to see if anyone else was interested and they weren't. (laughs) But these things have arrived and I'll talk about them next week. I just want to say they blew my mind. I went outside in the garden with my current head torch, which is the fabulous one that I've talked about a couple of times that Steve recommended that was six quid that I've used for a long, long time now. And I turned it on and I looked through at the beam and I could sort of just about see the bottom of the garden. I turned on this thing from Sof Sofrim, and my, you'd think I was having a disco. I mean, the whole neighbourhood lit up. It was just extraordinary. I'll talk about it in the next show. But if anyone's interested, uh, it's the Sof Sof. It's S O F I R N Sofern HS twenty headlamp. Um, absolutely blew my mind. You and Steve, you're, you're all right there, aren't
1: you? <laughs> you and your head torches and your your belt holsters for your phones. Good grief wonder who bought it a big shout out to the person who bought thank you very much a samsung galaxy tab s8 plus on my amazon affiliate link well done it was in black friday it was 499 quid um it's now back up to 799 but it netted me four pound (laughs) 99 and you don't often i don't often get that kind of net um that's i guess that's one percent isn't it Absolutely brilliant. Thank you all so much. That was really good. As I say, I don't often get that in one hit much, but that was great. So thank you for that. And if you can support me going forward, please do use my affiliate link. It makes no difference to you, as I regularly say in this part of the show. Um, you just have to go to tinyurl.com forward slash Amazon Ted and shop as you normally do. Um, it, it, it's exactly the same to you, it, um, except that I get a few pennies, or in this case, a few pounds when you buy something. And I'm very, very grateful. Here, here. Ted's top tips, Ted's top tips, Ted's top tips. If you're cold. Put a woolly hat on ah. is my Ted's top tip. Uh, all joking aside, I know that you've got a particular problem with the cold and all the rest of it, and I and I felt it this week. But I've been amazed this week at what a difference having a woolly hat on. The woolly, the same woolly hat that I brought to the show before. Um, now I thought that I, I thought that this whole thing about losing your head, uh, sorry, losing your head, losing your heat from your head. <laughs> was a bit of a myth. No. But actually, in my experience here, it really works. Like, If I'm cold, put my um, hat on. Uh, now, OK, it doesn't work quite the same for cold feet and hands, but the rest of you, I'm, I'm taking the thing off, you know, within a short time, and then I'm getting cold again and putting it back on again. Um, you know, so without resorting to burning gas or turning electricity on for heat, there is things you there are things you can do. And, and as I say, I, I really thought this was a, an old... one wives' tale, but it really does seem to work. So that's my top tip of the, of the show. If you're cold, put a woolly hat
0: on, even if you're in the house. I totally agree, Ted. I, 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 I don't think it's an old wives' tale at all. I think it's absolutely t- true, and I, I'm the same. I can put a hat on and go out into the cold and do a bit of gardening, and then I have to take the hat off because I'm yeah. getting hot, and suddenly, yeah. after, as you say, after a little while, I'm getting cold, put it back on again. It's a fantastic regulator. Absolutely. Excellent. I remember when I played Riff Raff years and years ago and shaved my hair off, and for the first time I went from hair on my head to completely bald, and I was freezing!
1: Yeah, I yeah, was I
0: freezing cold!
1: <laughs> when I cut my hair off like I do every
0: once in a while, I can really tell the difference as well. Daniel Beamis with a Yanks Top Tip. <laughs> <laughs> he says, Press your key fob against your chin... Why, you ask? Well, says Daniel, to extend the range of it. Your body will act as a human antenna for it to reach your car. No. Not wanting to use your body? Well, then use your spouses, friends or families. (laughs) They will never see it coming the first time. (laughs) Do you know, this does remind me that when I was younger, playing with radios and aerials, and and if you hold on to the aerial, then, then then the signal improves.
1: Absolutely. That still works.
0: Yeah, doesn't it? use that sometimes. For for the key Um, fob, I never thought of that. (laughs) A a
1: couple of people chipped into the story that Daniel posted in the MeWe group and said, absolutely, they they know about this trick and you can use any part of your body, not just your chin, but just anywhere. And yeah, like you were saying about radios, it seems to make the antenna huge. (laughs) Size of an antenna. Still. I'm still using my um, Brigham ear and nose hair trimmer. Now, ah. I put this here because um, I saw that in the group this week, you were looking to buy one. I was and am. OK. And I, what I wanted to say really was that you can't buy this one anymore. But I found one on Amazon, which is it looks pretty much exactly the same. I had this on whatever works 94 in November 19. Um, and because you were asking questions about it, I thought I'd put it into to, um, still using. Because I think that for £6.99, it's probably worth a risk on this one. Other people were suggesting different ones, but this one is really cheap as chips and... It looks very much like a rebadged version of the one I've got. It's really good. There's no pain. There's no snagging when you use it. It just twirls around and cuts your nasal hair or your ear hair or whatever you want to stick it
0: on. Um, and um, I recommend it for six ninety nine. Thank you very much, sir. I have to say, I have subsequently done some research. I watched a YouTube video where a man reviewed 17 nose clippers (laughs) and compared them, you know, amongst cries of get a life. I was actually quite pleased to watch it. And I realised that what I want is not the type that most are, that the one you've mentioned is, which is the round head. Uh, I want the one that sort of more like a knife, more like a knife, more like a chainsaw. It's like a Ooh. tiny, tiny, tiny chainsaw that you stick up your nose. Right. Um, and I found actually one called a Microtouch, and I'm probably going to try and buy myself a Microtouch nose clipper. Right. Uh, but Jim Fowle kindly also suggested the Philips NT3650, which he says at £12.59, does the job and is the best one that he's had to date. Looking at that... That actually seems to be a combination of both the type that you've got and the type I want. This is a third type. This one, look, this looks even more like a chainsaw going up yeah. the nose. So um, more research to be done, I think. But thanks, everybody, for chipping in, including your good self, Ted. Thank you.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't have to spend a fortune, I don't think. But it's bit, if you want something specific in terms of design, you might.
0: Yeah, that's what I've learned, actually. I mean, yeah. even if you wanted to spend a fortune, I think the most expensive one he reviewed was 29 quid or something. I mean, right. they're not yeah. expensive in any case. Yes, thank you. Mm-hmm. I bring you the IoT 10-watt easy touch 2 in-car wireless charger dash mount, which is a fancy way of saying it's a Chi charger car holder for, <coughs> for my phone, which I absolutely love. I bought it and brought it to the show in December 22, so it's just coming up to its first birthday now. It cost me £44.99, which is a lot of money, but I love it and I'm absolutely glad I bought it. Um, the, the USP of this thing is that it opens its little arms by itself and then closes again. So when you hold the phone oh, towards yeah. it, a sensor sees the phone coming. And I, I got an email and I still <laughs> get a kick out of this. It opens its little arms wide yeah, to welcome yeah. my phone. And you put the phone in and then it closes its little arms. And when you want to take it out, you, there's a button on either side, left or right. You can just press the button and the arms open and you take your phone out. Uh, meanwhile, while it's sat in, the, in there, it's chi charging the whole time. Um, now, of course, it comes with a suction pad that you're supposed to stick to the window. And of course, being Aiden Bell, the first thing I did was I sawed that off and I got some epoxy resin and I stuck it to the dashboard uh, properly yeah. in inverted commas. Um, but it's been there ever since. What's interesting is there's a ball joint so that it can move in pretty much 180 movement of this thing. Um, and the ball joint that I've got has come a little bit loose. And because I've epoxied this thing to plastic to plastic, I'm a bit nervous of trying to tighten the thing too much and ending up snapping the whole thing off the dashboard. So I haven't tightened it up, but that's actually to my benefit because it doesn't slip and move. But what it does mean is I can move the phone at will, ad infinitum, in any direction while I'm driving and it sits where I put it. So I'm really, really happy with this and I still get a kick, even now, a year later, every time I get in the car and it opens its little arms. Oh, (laughs) here comes the phone. It's lots of fun. I like it very master, much. Master, the master of the ride. Yes, indeed, it's great. And, <laughs> yeah. of course, it holds any phone. I mean, it's it's got nice... I mean, as you know, I like a big phone. My Nokia, forget the number of it, but you'll XL20. tell 20 Thank you, sir. Uh, it's a pretty hefty phone already, six-plus-inch phone, and um, it, yeah. it it has no problem opening wide enough for that, so I think it will hold a, a myriad of different phone sizes as well.
1: I, th- I think the, when you brought this to the show a year ago, I think one of my comments were was, um, I feel sorry for the person who buys your car next. <laughs> yes! It's going to be completely knackered.
0: Somewhere under all this crap, there's a car.
1: (laughs) Oh dear! Yeah, very good. Um, It looks really good and clearly works very well, and you get a kick out of it as well. (laughs) Pack of pads is mine. Uh, My other, um, still using. Yeah, I know I've done this before, but we're coming up to Christmas and it makes a really good stocking filler, I think. Um, you know, sometimes even tech heads have to write things down <laughs> and these pucker pads are just really good. You know, I, sometimes you can't be bothered with that whole rocket book, smart pens, scan to whatever, a microwave, clean, blah, blah, blah. They have their place, but, you know, keeping <laughs> it simple, an old-fashioned pucker pad, you can get them in different sizes, A5 and A4. Mine's in an A5 size. Um, it's got Got a band round to keep it closed. It's got tabs and, and and blah blah blah. Really good quality stuff, and I can't imagine anyone on the Yule tide morning opening this and not being pleased and thinking, "Oh yeah, I've got an old fashioned pucker pad." So yeah, recommended.
0: Except my mother, who says we have forty-five buckets full of paper that's been used on one half only, <laughs> and you must use all of that first before you can have anything new. Mm, yeah. Do you know what? I was on the phone the other day to an insurance company and they were going to give me a very important number and they said, here here comes your number. Do you know what I did? I took a pencil and a piece of paper and I wrote it down. If it's important, I will not type it into or onto anything. I will (laughs) write it on a piece of paper because that's what I trust. So yeah, for that reason, if not for yours, I'm also behind pucker pads. I'll tell you what I use mine for a
1: lot is watching a film or a TV show on the telly and preparing for um, projector and podcast. Oh, yes. And I'm making <clears> notes <throat> about what goes on. Doing that electronically is just a bit of a loss, really. And you, you can't beat, beat a paper and pen for that kind of quick note-taking. And, and, of course, later on I transpose that by typing. But it doesn't matter because the point is that I've been able to write it quickly. Seven
0: times faster, they say, don't they? My sister lives in Cyprus and, OK, fair enough, um, uh, technology hasn't exploded quite so well over there as it has in other places, but she uses a filofax she has a yes, file of fax. I just one, she yes. just had a new one sent to us for that she's going to pick up when she's over after Christmas. Uh, she uses a file of fax. She she uses a pen and paper. And and good for her, you know. I mean, I tease her sometimes. I say you do you have heard of Google, have you? But my goodness, old-fashioned pen and paper. Vive la analog. Good for Diana. My dad uses a Firefax as his his
1: go-to always. But mm-hmm. you see, what, what knocks it on the head for me is that you're not going to have it with you. Uh, now, if you always carry a handbag or you've always got your car with you or, or, or some, there's some way in which you, you do carry stuff with you, you, you just can't beat a phone in your pocket. Your phone's going to be with you at all times. And, I, and I, I'd love to think that I would use a Firefax still in 2023, but I know that it will just sit And won't be taken anywhere. And so, what's the point of that? (coughs) Belt holster.
0: (coughs) Steve Litchfield, (coughs) belt holster. Excuse me, I've got a bit of a cough today. Enough of this.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Now, my new um, scooter, which I've referred to before twice already in this show, um, they told me when i picked it up that the, that the battery might need charging after a while because unless i do lots of mileage um it's been sat around for a while so that's fair enough you know they they could have done it for me i suppose but anyway um they showed me where the battery was and i went to take the thing off to get the battery out to charge it or to charge it in place actually um and um it the, the cover for this thing had torque had uh, torque screws Uh, You know, these um, six-sided, or is it five-sided screws? Yes. Six-sided and i i didn't have anything to fit it we spoke before about the xiaomi mi precision screwdriver set we brought it to the show and it's really really good but none of them were big enough to to fit the 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 size of the screws on this so off i went to amazon to try and find one and, and find one i did and it works perfectly well it's very basic it's plastic the it's got a ratchet um handle though so it goes both ways um and it's got a bunch of about a dozen heads with it for different sizes, and one of them fitted, so it was fine. Um, £6.45, obviously, you know, it comes from China, but it's all right, it does the job, and it got my battery cover off, so I'm very happy with my £6.45 spend.
0: Cheapest chips. I sometimes wonder a bit like, you know, Apple having its FirePort and not allowing USB. I mean, I've just looked on the web here. Binder, flat, philister, pan, oval, hex, mushroom, socket, <laughs> socket cap, Phillips. I mean, all all the heads just so you have to buy a new set of screwdrivers every time you come across a different kind of head. Yeah, However, yeah. this does look like an excellent buy at an excellent price, so I mean, good good call for that. Indeed. I want one! I want one! I want one! I want one of those. Now, no sniggering at the back. I bring you a product called Fairy Bell. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I am the Bell Fairy, and I bring you the Fairy Bell outdoor six metre LED Christmas tree. We'll
1: get letters.
0: <laughs> six metre Ooh. LED Christmas tree. Now, you'd have to be bonkers because this is 629 quid. grief! <laughs> but I stumbled upon it um, because I actually bought a Christmas tree this week, which I'll talk about in the next show, for the first time since, my goodness, since I don't think I've ever bought a Christmas tree, actually. I think, you know, when I was a teenager, we used to have a tree in the house. House. But um, anyway, I'll go into that next next week. But in the course of looking for it and decorations and lights and such, I found this at our favourite store, and it just made me smile because if, you, if the picture shows this thing towering over a two-storey house. Now six metres—that's sort of three Aidens or Ted's standing on top of each other. So that's pretty damn tall. Uh, it's basically a, a sort of conical-shaped bunch of leds presumably they just hang from the top down some sort of scaffold inside i haven't looked into it in great detail because i'm not going to spend 629 pounds on one but i just love the look of it and it's the sort of thing if i could just have one for nothing or borrow one for a day it would be so cool to just make the neighbors no, no. stop and stare aiden I, I, i've just
1: seen the diagram yes the third, sir. Pic, the third picture down and it's just a net. It's a net of lights. Yes. Yeah. And you've got a pole that goes up the middle, and you, you, there's this pulley thing you grab and and pull the yeah, like a sort of tent, of a net. tent of lights. Yes, 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 a tent. Yes. And so there's no structure to it at all, apart from that central apart pole. from the pole. Yes. Yeah, so it will probably blow over. Six
0: hundred and twenty-nine <laughs> quid <laughs> for a pole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that's why, I mean, it might be one of those things where actually if you searched, you'd probably find one for 100 quid, and this is one yeah, of these weird yeah. things where they for some inexplicable reason they're charging the earth. I don't know, I don't care, I just wanted to bring it on the show and say, wouldn't it be fun to have a six-metre illuminated Christmas yeah, tree yeah. or what appears to be look a Christmas nice. tree in your back garden, <laughs> or the, in your front the, the, garden? The, where
1: they've shown the picture of the two of them, the coloured one and the white one, outside the house. It yes. does look fabulous. And if you have one outside
0: your house, it'll be a real talking point for people passing by <laughs> it would, it would. It's just a lot of silliness for Christmas. Thank you. What a laugh. <laughs> what have you got?
1: I've got an IKEA, well, this is more for you, actually, because you're the <laughs> one that piped up and said, ooh, ooh, I want one oh, of those. Oh, yes, I do. I'm going to enjoy this. Go for it. This is um, three IKEA smart home sensors ooh, that ooh. Anyone, anyone can afford. <laughs> um, the Bear in mind before I go on that these are $10, $10 they reckon, each, less than $10 Blime. each. Three sensors, um, so they're cheap as chips as well, pretty much Parasol, which is a door and window sensor that can be mounted directly. It will notify users when an access point um, equipped with the sensor is opened or closed. The second one is a Valhorn. horn. I don't go much on their naming. is a wireless motion sensor that can be placed indoors or outdoors. It will activate lights when it detects movement. It will also let users personalize lighting with adjustable colors oh. and intensity settings. And thirdly, the bad ring. Ugh, this, the, the
0: naming is crap, isn't it? Fancy putting bad in one of your products? Yeah, but you imagine if you if, if IKEA must have thousands upon thousands of projects and they've all got stupid names. I mean, in the end, the Stupid names are going to get stupid, aren't they?
1: I, I, well, I expect in Scandinavia, bad is not... Yes, probably. Doesn't, anyway, bad ring, the third one, is a water leakage detector, detection sensor. I'll say that again. It's a water <laughs> leakage detection sensor... Um, it can be placed near water usage areas, and will notify use, users if leaks are detected. Isn't that clever? All these sensors can be based on um, are based on the Zig Zigbee software, and send. Good Did you hear know that train? Blimey, it must be. Uh, the Royal Scotsman or something <laughs> um where was i oh yeah send notifications alerts to ikea's home smart app they work alone they work standalone or they can link into um other stuff from ikea which is um controlled by the dirigira smart home hub dirigira Dir- Dir- dirigira
0: De, oh, de rigueur. No, de rigueur. No, de rigueur. Anyway, that. <laughs> hey, you know, I was going to ask you, I was going to pull you up and say when it says you are alerted, in what way are you alerted? But now you've shown us with, with an app. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's the great thing because alarms, and they used to be quite cheap alarms you could buy, but they would all just go, woo, 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 or whatever. This thing actually just subtly sends a signal to your phone and tells you. So that's, that is a game changer. I do want one whatever they're yeah. called. By the way, I've just looked up badring in Swedish. It means bathing ring, which makes sense. Bad is uh, bathing in German, so Swedish is based on German. Badring, bathing ring. So what that has to do with with what it actually is, I have no idea. You, you oh, it's a water it's... leakage detecting. I see. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Ah. I, 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 you would think that they would um, be aware of the international audience, uh, the, the English-speaking world, though, wouldn't you, and, and work out that that's probably not a very good name for it. Anyway. There you go. Better Before.
0: Ian Barton brings us Better Before Faxes. He says, the fax <laughs> is still alive at Clearview Stoves in Whitchurch, which I'm assuming must be a shop. <laughs> it's not dead yet, he says. Yesterday, I called in at our local shop, there we are, that sells log burners. They are still using a fax machine. Oh, does it sit in the corner and go... <laughs> I love that noise, the handshake sound. They used to take only cash or cheques. You can now pay by card. However, they need to transmit your order to their head office office to get an authorization code (laughs) and this is done using a fax machine oh that's lovely isn't that gorgeous i'd love to go there and buy something just to hear the fax in the corner (laughs) surely
1: people must have email that you could just do this so quickly and easily with I, it makes you wonder. Uh, Adrian Brain jumped in and said there was a r- report in the news the other day that um, the NHS still uses thousands of fax machines, and there's no money to replace them with anything more modern. Apparently, but I, I, in all my dealings with um, NHS departments, with my you know my family yes. and my parents. It's all done by email or text message these days. One thing that I I think is particularly stupid is, a, as an aside, is that when you've done all that, they still send out a letter and have it printed and um, put it in the post and waste the stamp. And I I don't I don't get that. I bit, don't get that, that either. But that's a topic for another day. It is. But um, yeah, definitely. <laughs> apparently, yeah. The, the, according to Adrian, the NHS is keeping fax machines alive as as well as <laughs> Clearview stoves. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Daniel Bemis is back on TV censorship. Oh, I ordered the Office Christmas Special Collection DVD um, and they took out the last Christmas special from season nine because it was considered offensive or something to that effect. Oh, Many of goodness. these episodes could be con- considered offensive, he says. Why pick on that one? It's the nature of the show. This censorship needs to stop um another another example he throws in is that Disney took out his favorite scene from the Muffet Christmas Carol um so in order to get the unedited original version. You can only see it on DVD. Mind you, this is a, a kind of counter argument for better before it, really, isn't it? That sticking with physical media, you get what you want, you get your what you want, and you keep it with DVDs. Whereas on the streaming services and whatever, you're at the mercy of those making those crappy decisions about whether
0: something's offensive or not. Hear, hear. I'm not going to say anything because I will offend somebody, but you know what I'm thinking. <laughs> Thank you, Steve. Any excuse to hear the music? Steve Litchfield (laughs) brings us... He he wants to give a gold star, I should say, to Marks and Spencers for crediting customers for reusing carrier bags. Uh He says, so apart from not having to pay for carrier bags, you actually get some money back for being eco-friendly. Well done, he says. I wonder whether any other supermarkets do this. P.S., says Steve. In case you're wondering, it is only about three pence a bag. But hey, it's a credit, not a debit. And every little helps, as other supermarkets say. Yeah, that's lovely, isn't it? That's I approve. And it's all psychological. I mean, three pence is no use to anybody, but it's just that psychology. If you know you're saving money, not spending money, you're going to behave differently. It's a yeah. nudge tactic, and I approve. Thank you, Steve. It's, it's surprising that... I
1: mean, well, maybe that... I was going to say it's surprising that the mainstream, you know, Tesco and Sainsbury's yes. and, and Morrison's and whatever aren't on this, um, rather than it just being M&S. But maybe they are. I... I, I Perhaps, with dear listener, you can let us know if there's anyone else um, that is doing this as well, but yeah, good scheme i haven 't
0: used a bag for for decades. I put the food from the shop from the from the checkout straight into the trolley i wheel the trolley to the car, I put it from the car in, from the trolley into the car, and when I get home, I take it from the car into the house i don 't use a bag at all um, right but yeah i mean I, I I know it was amazing when they started charging for bags, how the use mm. of bags just plummeted. And yeah. so this is the next step isn't it it's now saying we 're now going to pay you for not using a bag
1: i 've got the best bags in, that I take a couple of with me whenever I go shopping and they 're iceland iceland um you know plastic bags they're the best ones that we've we've found um, they're they 're really really thick and sturdy and they last forever and I just when I go shopping, I just put all my stuff into one of those so if i 'm in Tesco with an iceland bag i get the <laughs> Oh yeah. (laughs) I'll I'll probably get
0: banned. (laughs) Here, I've just had a thought. Steve says here it's three pence a bag when you reuse bags. So you're buying ten items, right? You put them in the back carrier bag and you get three pence off your bill because it was your own bag. What if you come into the shop with ten bags? And then you put each item in its own bag and you walk out with ten bags. That's thirty P you've just saved off your (laughs) shop. Ah I found the loophole.
1: (laughs) I bet you they give it to you as well. (laughs) Marks and Spencers would do that thing because they're worthy of their gold star. Yes,
0: this isn't just any three-pence-a bag. This is a Marks and Spencers 30-pence. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Have you noticed how spookily these days we tend to be like almost exactly an hour? Not by design. We haven't timed it as we've gone along, but we just seem to get to the end of the show and it's, we, we've been recording for about an hour. It's We're spooky, just so it? awesome, Ten, that's all it is. (laughs) Must be. So yes, we're at the end again. Back in two weeks' time for our festive... Yuletide special, so do let us know if you want us to do anything stupid or ridiculous for that, and we'll consider it. Whatever um, works Whateverworks.works is the website. Uh, Aidanbell.com is where you'll find Aidan. TedSalmon.com is where you'll find me, um, along with links to all the audio podcasts that we're involved in, and all the MeWe groups that we're involved in. And yes, come across to the MeWe group, join in, and let us know whatever works in your life. And we'll bring highlights of that to the shows as we go forward. Any last words from you, old man? Yes,
0: put your sunglasses
1: on, folks. I'm bringing you a headlamp next week. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. See you in two weeks, everyone. Last word from both of us. Don't forget. Whatever Whatever works, works!